Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast from Easy Hockey Reviews. Um, for those that don't know who I am, uh, my name is Elijah. I uh, run a hockey channel, a little hockey channel called Easy Hockey Reviews on YouTube. Um, and if you uh, want to get a little bit of a background before you continue listening to this episode, uh, just go ahead and put in EZ and then Hockey Reviews. On YouTube, watch a couple episodes, and then come on back to here if you uh, are still interested at this point. Because um, that's one thing I like to try to be is a little bit upfront with, uh, you know, who I am and all that, and uh, not try to sugarcoat much of anything, um, at least for the most part. Um, I'm making. I make. I initially was going to start doing this uh, podcast here um, before we get started. Um, before oh, oh or it's a little bit a background here um trying to be as uh unfiltered and unedited unedited as possible um i'm currently stationed um stationed here uh as a firefighter down in new mexico um i'm getting the opportunity to come back to be a firefighter back home uh in st louis missouri um, for those that aren't friends and family, and if you are friends and family, uh, listening to this, thank you, uh, for watching, uh, well, not watching, listening, uh, I gotta get used to that, uh, listening, and, uh, thank you very much for that, um, get the opportunity to do that, uh, I was initially gonna start this when I got back, but, uh, I'm currently in a hiatus from, uh, YouTube videos, cause, because I've got out processing to do, I've got, uh, to coordinate my move and all that. Uh, videos are kind of out of the question right now, um, but video, uh, but uh, audio only content seems to be the better option for now because I've kind of have still have a, like a hunger and a thirst for making more content. Uh, but since uh, videos take a little bit more, lo uh, take a little bit longer to produce than it is audio, um, I might as well just, uh, get this going. And then when I move home. I'll try to get a uh, a co-host of sorts, or at the very least, you know, line up some some guests or some reoccurring guests, uh, depending on uh, how this goes. But anyway, um, I typically on my uh, YouTube channel do um, news, notes, uh, game overviews. So we're gonna be doing a little bit of both of that today. Um, so I don't know how long this is going to be. It could be 30 minutes, uh, could be an hour, could be two hours. But um, without further ado, uh, as I normally say, let's dive right in here. Bleed Hockey Podcast, Episode 1. Uh, dive right in. Uh, first off, um, we got some injuries out of Buffalo, um, Buffalo Sabres forward. Victor Olofsson uh, will be missing five to six weeks with a lower body injury. Uh, he's a pretty... Uh, a pretty reliable uh, forward for the Buffalo Sabres. Um, and it's sad to see that he's going to be out with that lower body, um, which, you know, gives the uh, Sabres the opportunity to uh, test out their depth. Um, what more can I say about that? Um, Winnipeg Jets defenseman uh, Nathan Ballou, uh, Bellew. Uh, we'll be missing at least a month for the lower body injury. So a lot of lower body injuries so far. Um, and with the Winnipeg Jets team that, uh, at least on paper, was kind of lacking in the uh, defenseman department. Um, yeah, gives 
them the opportunity to uh, test out their depth even more. And uh, still here, waiting to hear back on uh, like uh, some aforementioned um, on. Uh, that's not even the word for it, but uh, it's there now. But um, Dustin Bufflin, because he hasn't been with the team all year. Um, apparently, he sustained uh, an injury uh, last season, and he rehab and he's trying to rehab it. But uh, I guess you know, some quarrels in between him, the Winnipeg Jets, um, and all that uh, with how he didn't report it, and I guess he's because he didn't report to camp and all that. Um, still waiting to hear about that. Um, a little bit more of a see if the, he's going to come back this year or if he's going to retire or whatever. But I think he's still trying to work out on whether or not he's going to get paid. Um, who else we got here? Montreal Canadiens have signed forward Ilya Kovalchuk after being bought out by the Los Angeles Kings um, to a one-year, two-way contract worth seven hundred thousand dollars. At the NHL level and seventy thousand at the AHL level. So um, Ilya Kovalchuk signed with a new team. Uh, congratulations, and it can also help the uh, Canadiens um, with a little bit more depth. And speaking of the Montreal Canadiens, they have acquired defenseman Marco Sandella from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for San Jose's 2024th round pick. And there you go for the Montreal Canadiens. Also, Buffalo Sabres have acquired uh, forward Michael Furleek from the Calgary Flames in exchange for a 2024th round pick. Um, yeah. And no salary is retained. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Um, just for those that have thoroughly or at least remember my content in this offseason, when uh, news came out about Justin uh, Will. Justin Williams, uh, not returning to the Calgary, uh, not the Car Calgary, uh, Carolina Hurricanes in the offseason. I, I, I basically called, hey, he's going to pull, my, he's probably going to pull Mike Fisher. Um, for those that don't know what Mike, Fi who Mike Fish, who Mike Fisher is, uh, he was the captain of the, uh, National Predators. And then after National Predators lost the cup, he retired and then halfway, uh, in like the back half of the season, uh, he returned, uh, hopefully, and trying to see if he can win win a cup with the National Predators, but didn't go into fruition, so he then retired afterward. Uh, Justin Williams did not return. Uh, well, he, quote-unquote, uh, he didn't retire, per se, but he uh, stepped away from the game, uh, so to speak, uh, and as we enter the back half of the season, uh, apparently he's uh, expected to sign with the Carolina Hurricanes over the coming days and basically pull Mike Fisher. Um, so more depth for the Carolina Hurricanes, who currently, uh, as I check the uh, NHL standings as of right now, um, Saturday, Janu Saturday, January 4th, Carolina Hurricanes uh, hold the first wild card spot in the Metropolitan, well, in the Eastern Conference, with 50 points, only three points away uh, from third place in the Metro, uh, who are uh, third place in Metros tied with uh, Islanders, which is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I mean, not too moan horn, but I called it. Uh, but, yeah, he's expected to get back to the Carolina Hurricanes 
uh, very soon. And back on the Montreal Canadiens front, uh, just in the order of my notes here, uh, Montreal Canadiens forward Brendan Gallagher is considered out indefinitely with a concussion. Uh, sad to say, uh, sad to hear, because um, you don't want to hear people get injured. No matter if you are a fan of uh, the Canadiens or any other team that has players get injured, you don't want to see people get injured. Um, and if you do, well, you're a real uh, piece of garbage. Um, but, um, yeah, sad, sad to hear. Um, and then, um, as we round down before we get into the nitty gritty, um, like the big story here, um, that and some overview of the Blues and Golden Knights game, which I just finished wrapped up watching and just finished wrapped up, uh, well, it just finished wrapped up, uh, as I'm recording this. Um, Columbus Blue Jackets head coach, uh, head coach John Tortorella, or Torts is what he's fondly known as, has been fined $20,000 and has been placed on for probation until December 29th, 2020 for comments made about officiating follow, uh, following um, the Blue Jackets in the Chicago game. And why does this keep going on? And, um, yeah. Um against the, uh, the, old, the Blue Jackets and the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, and if uh, Torts violates his probation, he'll be fined an additional 25000 Um And his comments were because uh, there's a stoppage in play um, and they didn't put time back on the clock. Um, and then uh, Jonas Corposalo, uh hurt his meniscus, which then he had to get surgery on, so he's going to be out for a little bit. Um, and, uh, he was just vocalizing his, um, uh, his frustrations and it was 100% valid for him to say it. And it's sad to see that he's getting fined for speaking his mind in typical towards fashion, you know, surprise, surprise, he's going to vocalize his mind. Um, but I mean, I understand, I mean, I understand from some point you kind of, you know, get, gotta pick your battles but at the same time i mean you're gonna find a guy for you know saying the truth and that just should have been time put back on the clock and it kind of put him in a bad situation now at the same time yeah could they have prevented the game from getting to that point absolutely score more goals or at the very least keep some out of your net but still like come on guys and odds are, he's paying that twenty five. He's gonna pay that extra twenty five k. Um, knowing Torts, he's he's probably gonna pay that extra twenty five k. I mean, um, it's probably gonna happen. But um, yeah, and then uh, yeah, I'll excerpt that. Um, but finally, before we get into the the big thing here, um. Which both involved Dallas Stars. Um, Dallas Stars uh, finished hosting the uh, 20, 2020 Winter Classic out in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, um, who have uh, now taken the second largest uh, NHL game in uh, history. Um, they Corey Perry, in like the first two minutes of the game, elbows. Um, Defenseman Ryan Ellis of National Predators, 
And he has formally been suspended five games for elbowing Ryan Ellis. And on a side note, uh, if you guys want to, uh, if you have money burning in your pocket for, you know, whatever reason, um, you can go ahead. And if you're really just wanting to blow money on something that's, you know, whatever, um, they're auctioning off all of the Dallas Stars as a, Dallas Stars is a uh, worn winter classic game uh, game jerseys. Um, and surprisingly, at least uh, as of yesterday, uh, via Complete Hockey News on uh, Facebook, um, Corey Perry's uh, jersey is now leading all of the all of the uh, winter classic jerseys uh, for the Dallas Stars at $3,000 as of yesterday, uh, which is when they posted this update. Um, so that's... Uh, Interesting, uh, and that's only above Tyler Sagan and Mira Heiskinen's uh, jerseys, both at $2,525. So um, may it be the fact that it's history because the guy only literally uh, was in the game or was in the game for not that long at all because of that play, but also the fact that it's because of that, it's the least worn, like, least you know sweaty and all that but um at least damaged but um yeah i have that and also once again if you uh follow the channel or if you just follow hockey in general um jim montgomery uh it's been a little bit since uh his firing and it's been a little bit since well, we didn't hear anything on the fact that he got uh, fired for stuff that was against the uh, the conduct or well, good conduct against uh, for the Dallas Stars and all that, uh, which a lot of speculation was he either gambled or was alcohol related or something else. But what it wasn't what uh, what it wasn't uh, was um, abuse against players and all that. So it comes out it was alcohol related. Still don't really know, like, if it's just because he had, you know, an addiction or something like that. Uh, but apparently, uh, he has checked himself into rehab for alcohol abuse. Uh, and he has a little excerpt here, uh, statement. Uh, he's saying that losing my job as a head coach at the Dallas Stars last month was a wake-up call. It was also the appropriate call. I let the team's front office staff and players down. More importantly, I let my wife and my family down. The team's decision to end my role forced me to look into the mirror and decide whether I wanted to live living a damaged lifestyle or get help. I decided to get help. I turned to professionals in the field of alcohol abuse for their guidance and counseling. It has been an overwhelming and a very humbling experience knowing that I'm not alone. Today, with unconditional support of my wife and family and many close friends, I took another step forward by admitting myself into an inpatient residential program where I intend to take the steps to be a better husband, father, friend, coach, and mentor one day at a time. It's a process that I'm committed to as I do this as oh, I ask that my family's privacy to be respected. Thanks, Monty. So it's good to see that he uh, is getting the help that he needs. Asking for the help he needs, doing what he needs to do to get where he needs to be, and that's back behind a hockey bench 
a hockey team's bench, whether it be the NHL, AHL, or whatever league level. Because um, as a, I do like the Dallas Stars. I have a video putting them in where uh, from one to thirty-one. Uh, I rank them. Spoiler alert: they're my number five. Well, actually, no, they're my number four uh, because. Um, Toronto came out of my top five, and then Arizona got pushed into number five. Uh, but that's for that video, so uh, that's on the channel if you want to check it out. But um, it's good to see that he is uh, doing what he needs to do to uh, get back up, back behind the bench because I really liked him as a Dallas Stars head coach, and I'm really still kind of worrisome about Rick Bonus uh, being the interim uh, coach for the Stars right now. Um, and if there's never, and if there's a chance that Monty can, uh, you know, get back on the saddle there, um, and if the Dallas Stars uh, is willing to come, uh, let him come back with open arms, that would be absolutely wonderful, because I'd love to see, um, I'd love to see uh, Jim Montgomery be coach again of a Dallas Stars. Um, but yeah, and that's pretty much it for um, news. Uh, we go into uh, Blues and Gold Knights. Uh, it was pretty, I wouldn't say necessarily, even though goals-wise as well as shots-wise, I'm not going to necessarily say it was the evenness of games. Um, it was a game. Um, it was virtually a game of. Um, yeah, it was virtually a game of um, periods. Uh, first period out of the gate. Uh, Alex Petrangelo scores in the power play at 7.05 uh, with David Perron and Ryan O'Reilly scoring uh, as getting the assist on that. Uh, and then Jaden Schwartz at 12.41 in the first period gets a goal to make it 2-0 Blues with David Perron and Ryan O'Reilly getting the assist. Um, and then Oscar Sundquist uh, gets a goal at 16.16 in the first period with Ivan Barbashev and Alex Dean uh, getting the assist to make it 3-0 Blues. And then second period, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights retaliate as a uh, former Blue Ryan Reeves scores uh, off a rebound at 13-10 in the second period to make it 3-1 Blues. Uh, Paul Stastny, a former Blue, um, scores at 15-32 to make it 3-2 Blues uh, with William Carrier and Nick Haig getting the assist. Third period, uh, Nicholas Waugh, at 3.02, ties the game up with Nick Haig and Tomas uh, Nosek getting the assist. And then Riley Smith uh, puts the Golden Knights over uh, the Blues 4-3 uh, with Chandler Stevenson getting the assist at 9.50. David Perron ties it back up uh, on the power play at 12.50 uh, uh, in the third period uh, with Alex Petrangelo and Ryan O'Reilly getting the assist. And then uh, goes to OT, uh, goes all the way to three minutes and one second as Chandler Stevenson nets an unassisted goal uh, to give the Golden Knights uh, a score of 5-4. to four. Uh, So the Blues come out of this with 
one point, but they don't come out with two, which is still better than nothing, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, three stars of the game, William Carrier, uh, third star, uh, Nicholas Haig, uh, second star, and the first star, Chandler Stevenson, all Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, shots on goal, 33-31 in favor of the Golden Knights. Um, and the Blues led in shots. Only uh, two, of the th two of the technical four periods of play. Um, and each respective team's uh, power play. Uh, Blues went two for three. Um, and went two for two on the penalty kill as the Golden Knights' penal uh, power play uh, was quiet as they uh, went 0 for 2. Um, but yeah, um, that's why the uh, even though out of the gate you have um, you have leads like the Blues did in the first period, three nothing. Uh, we live in now in an age where um, any lead, for the most part, um, at least any normal lead, uh, like whether it be one, two, three, and and even sometimes four uh, goals, uh, that lead can be erased uh, in a matter of minutes, in a matter of a period. Um, now, if, now, if you're scoring like five, six, seven, or even eight goals, all right, then maybe it's a little bit more safe, but... Um, we now live in a uh, an NA, a, in the NHL uh, age of the NHL where uh, even a three nothing lead can you can lose it, and even though yes this uh, went to overtime and all that, um, still it shouldn't have been that way. Uh, they got complacent in the second. Um, whether and even and I'm gonna go ahead and say and give the Blues. Um, not the benefit of the doubt and say they were kind of lazy in the second period and the Golden Knights took advantage of that more or less in saying that even though the Blues were you know doing you know what they need to do the Golden Knights just wanted it a little bit more and got a little bit more of the chances which is also still sort of true but um what more can you do but um yeah so that wraps up that portion. Um, I might do this a couple more times um, between um, now and whenever I leave to uh, come home next month. Um, and I don't know when I'm going to be back on the video side. Um, I'm, I was eyeing February 15th. Um, it's all contingent on... When I get a place and all that, because I gotta have, I gotta get my studio set up and all that, um, to get that going. But what? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know when that's gonna happen. Uh, at the very least, I know it will be in February that I do return on the video side, but uh, I just don't know the date. But uh, surely, if anyone follows on my uh, social medias, they'll find out pretty soon um well not too long when i until i return um on the video side um, but as the audio side um i do intend to do this uh this is the um another thing that i'd like to do besides just the videos uh, i'd like to do the audio 
and uh, get some people on. Um, not necessarily just personalities, uh, if I ever get that big, obviously. Uh, but also kind of, you know, friends that, you know, watch, the ho- watch hockey and at least know, like, at the very least, like, the bare minimum to even get, like, a conversation going. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, what more can I say, um, before I continue to drag this out, but, uh, and I'm going to cut it off here, um, if you, uh, haven't watched the, uh, the hockey channel, go ahead, check that out, and, uh, don't be afraid to subscribe over there, um, get a little bit of growth, um, it's very appreciated, um, and same with this, if you're, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm using a, a distributor that distributes this for me, and I uh, hope, and if you, uh, like it, go ahead, subscribe, and, um, and, uh, in the, uh, reviews, or what, which way, social media, give me some ideas of, uh, what to talk about on here, hockey-related, please and thank you, um, and, uh, yeah, I'll come at you with another episode, and this is, uh, I guess the official episode one of Bleed Hockey Podcast. So uh, thank you for uh, listening, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you very much.